You are listening to CJSW 90.9 FM, broadcasting out of Calgary, Alberta, at the University of Calgary campus radio station located on Treaty 7 land. I would like to take this opportunity to acknowledge the traditional territories of the people of the Treaty 7 region in southern Alberta. The city of Calgary is also home to Métis Nation of Alberta, District 5 and 6. Disclaimer! The following program features language not suitable for all audiences, and the expressed opinions found within this program are a reflection of those who feature on the Pop Culture Effect podcast. Welcome to the Pop Culture Effect. I'm Rockin' Rob, and on this show, I bring my closest friends together to talk about all of the news happening in our pop culture world around us. Hey there, everyone. Blaze here, hosting today's episode of the Pop Culture Effect, and I'm here with my three besties. Robbie is still locked in the editor room, so we don't have to worry about him, but I'm here with Menace. Hello. Subset. Hey-o. And our gremlin, Gemini. Hello. <laughs> so this this episode's going to be a bit of a uh, part two to a last week's episode where we talked about the reactions to um, the nominations to the Game Awards. This episode's going to be talking about what happened during the Game Awards, talking about uh, some of our views on who won for each award, and then talking about a ton, uh, and I mean a ton, of the games that got announced during this game awards i there's a lot there's like how much menace how much did you say there were there are like 59 60 either games dlcs or other announcements coming up that's a lot which is very interesting because i i i didn't save it but i saw something about the ratio of awards time to uh game announcement time and it was like somewhere between 25 to 30 percent was only used for the actual game awards the rest of it was for any kind of game announcements or DLCs and whatnot. Yeah. Which, like, I mean, it's kind of, it has an up and down to it, because the whole point of these game awards were to give our love to the people that were nominated and who won each award, but it's also kind of nice to get something to get, like, a big event that shows off a bunch of stuff that's coming out. Because with E3 pretty much being dead at this point, it just kind of feels like the game awards is turning into the new E3. I don't know if it feels like that for others as well, but it definitely feels like that for me. Essentially. But well, yeah. I never watched these stuff before, so... <laughs> I, I try to tune in and watch the Game Awards every year because I, f- I find it entertaining. I, uh, I don't care who wins. Thankfully, okay. we didn't have someone sneak on stage like last year. Oh, I was going to say, this is the first time I've ever paid attention to, like, Game Awards. But, yeah, before we get into this, just want to say uh, thank you for those who are listening in on CJSW and for those who want to check us out on YouTube for full unedited versions, check out our YouTube channel at the pop culture effect feel free to like comment and subscribe check us out if you get a chance we'd really appreciate it and, and tip please <laughs> we broke we, we need money youtube did just come out with memberships so please we we need to feed uh, robbie he's uh, stuck in the editor's room and we can't let him out so now, before we get, we get into the, the, the game announcements part of the awards video there are a couple things that happened in the game awards that i think a couple of us wanted to talk about i know for me personally there's a bit of controversy going on right now people are getting a little annoyed that the game awards is turning into 
kind of an E3 like I was talking earlier uh, because of how quickly they were just burning through um, awards for people and not giving the winners a moment to like say something on stage. And when someone did get put on stage to talk about something, to, to talk about them winning, they were immediately given a, a screen that said, hurry up. Oh, wow. Yeah. Even Larian Studios, when they got up there, they started talking and immediately were given a, an, a cue card to say, hurry up. They barely had time to talk about anything. That's kind of shit. What the While they were in the middle of honoring the people that passed away while making this game. Are you serious? Wow. Yeah. Oh my God. That's actually for, really shitty. What the fuck? For uh, the respect for all gamers, that is unfortunate. You know, that this is the moment where they're supposed to talk about their game and you know, they're cheating all that shit. Yeah. Is, like that's the whole point. E3, E3 is supposed to be the announcements and this is supposed to be like honoring. Yeah, but people don't like, give a shit about they're E3 They're talking about those anymore. games that have come out. Yeah. The same case with conventions, like, my dude. They just went downhill. Then why turn something else into the same? It's because they know people actually pay attention to that. It's because society's like a circus and we're the clowns. <laughs> I like he the is, clowns. It's true. I hate mm, clowns. Wow. I think, and this will probably Stop lead into something. This will probably lead into something I know Menace wants to talk about. I think this, it's kind of due to Christopher Judge's really long eight-minute speech from last year's event. <laughs> I think they were worried about something like that happening again, and still, they shouldn't have forced it like that on the people who had important stuff to say. Like, do they have, like, a certain amount of time for this whole wars to go on? I thought they just go on until it's over. It pretty like, much just goes on until it was over. But why were they rushing then? This I don't, is the whole point I, of awards. I think they want People complain about people talking. Yeah, I think they wanted to keep it at a certain oh time frame. But yeah, there isn't really, there wasn't really like a limit to it, to my knowledge. But now hearing about those skew cards, I wonder if that's why Christopher Judd said what he did. Maybe, yeah. Probably. Like I could, I could see him getting a cue card, and uh, a big controversy that has come out of it as well is uh, while he was up there, he had mentioned his eight-minute speech. He took a pause and he said, "Funny enough, my speech was is actually longer than this year's Call of Duty." campaign. I busted out laughing when I heard that. Let's just say um, a lot of COD community well the COD community just went an uproar. No, they were were devs. Devs. Well, you also gotta realize uh, the voice actor for Price was saying flack to him too. Like, but they were, the thing is, is that they were, the thing that they were going after was so stupid like, they were essentially saying that like, they were talking about the playable hours between Call of Duty and God of War. And God God of War. Yeah, sorry. But that's not like a good compare like one's a single player game the other is a multiplayer game where originally was started with a campaign which the at this point don't really I think that's why they said it is because the, the he he had talked about the campaign for call of duty but they went from campaign hours to playable hours like yeah. playing hours but that's obviously counting in multiplayer as well like like dude he just could not accept it <laughs> that's hilarious that's so f-ing hilarious the first thing i thought of though was that like the past two god of wars have been in insanely huge and like the the big open world that you get to explore and have events happen in more of that's, yeah I, I stand by Christopher Judd saying that that was funny as hell yeah but, the man's uh, got sass and I love it speaking of funny things um the the director of Larian Studios when they went up to the, do their award he actually walked up on stage in full plate armor yes sir oh I, that's great and one thing I found out is that whenever they go to like award stuff like this he always goes in full plate that's 
Does he really? Yeah. Yeah. Because apparently he is a huge LARPer. He, he loves going to LARP events. Their logo for Larian Studios is an homage to LARP because it's like a knight getting shot with like a nerf dart. Is it? I didn't know that. Honestly, in hearing this about the, who is this again? The, like the direct, like main director? Yeah. Of Larian? Um, like one of the head honchos, right? Yeah. He is the head honcho. Yeah. So like, this is like, I think that's, that's probably one of the biggest reasons why Larian Studios does pretty well with their fantasy games is because they have people who care about yeah. the, like, they're, this, they're part of the fantasy community. They're not. Yeah, they're part of the community that they are making content for. So like, that's probably why Divinity, Divinity 2, I'm sure Larian has other games aside from these three, but those, those are the only ones that I'm thinking of right now. You know, Baldur's Gate 3, you know, that's probably why they are considered such good games because yeah, I, I didn't play, I play DS, D, DOS 1 and 2. They were okay. I had a lot of fun with 2, but that's because I played it with friends, uh, but they are very long. But like, I can see why, I can see now why there is a lot of love put into it because these people, you know, they, my, my brain's dying, but like, you know, the, the, they're, they're part also of the, fans. Yeah. yeah, like they're fans of like this kind of stuff. So that's, that's great because I honestly feel like a lot of these head honchos of game companies are just there for, they're there for the they money. see the dollar, yeah, they see dollar signs. Yeah. And so they don't give a shit as long as they can make the money. And they so it's like, when people are not, you know, eating it up. Yeah, because they're like, well, we we put all this money in so you could spend your money, money, money. And it's just like, no. And Larian's over here like, you spend money and we get your time. But uh, Sven Vink is the CEO and founder of Larian Studios. Okay. And this is the guy who like does the LARP, like he is in full plate armor. Yeah, he, he came on stage in full plate for the, That's for being amazing. awarded. I know Um, when it was nearing the end of its like production with Baldur's Gate, like nearing the end and it was very close to release time. I think Larian Studios like rented out this whole f***ing massive like castle for their final showcase and I think they even did like a very brief like D&D thing too at this castle. Like they went balls to the walls with their Baldur's Gate announcements and everything. I'm pretty sure every time they did like a de- like a dev showcase or something, the dude was wearing armor, I'm pretty sure. I, I remember there was always some old dude in like full plate armor and that might have been him every time they did a showcase and he was there. He was always in armor and I, I now I, I understand why and who that was. Now I, now I can't wait to get it. I'm so glad that you told me that it's out. Of course. Gemini here and you're listening to the Pop Culture Effect on CJSW. But uh, I think one more yeah. controversy that kind of that kind of adds on to um, the whole people getting like told to hurry up on stage and whatnot. Some of the actors that were on stage giving off some of the awards like uh, Anthony Mackie Simu Simu Liu Liu they were they had the longest time on stage and I don't think they were told to hurry up compared to the people names they can't up their big names they were on stage longer than any of the people that actually won awards and half the time they were just packing jokes throughout their whole time being up there we just have to see if this treatment goes on the next year folks and if it does we know what to do riot make our own award show outside of the award show do not actually riot but uh I think now we can get on to our second part of this episode where we're going to talk about some of the game announcements that we thought were interesting and cared about. There's a lot that went on. There's a lot of things that got announced in this. So we're only going to cover a couple that we really cared about. If you want to check out all of it, IGN has a playlist of all the trailers of everything that got announced. And also there's a few different websites you can check out as well that give like the full list of everything got announced as well. Or you can 
just watch the full Game Awards yourself if you feel like and get a little bit more insight of what we're talking about. <laughs> I beat you to the punch. Ah. <laughs> but, uh, looking at this list, I guess I'll, I'll take it off. That's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. go for take it. Start it. us off. Take um, it. So the, the first few actually are pretty cool. We got uh, Black Myth Wukong, which I'm actually interested in. It's like a Soulsborne type game, but in the exact following the exact story of Journey to the East. Interesting. Or Journey to the West. Yeah, this is Sung Wukong's story. Is that the Jackie Chan movie? I, I don't know. <laughs> Um, oh, no. I do think that oh, no. for all the all the stuff that happened at the Game Awards, especially with Christopher Judd saying that flack, this the this DLC for Ragnarok is gonna be kind of dumb. It looks like an, another arena-based thing, like Mistfulheim in uh, in God of War one or the next installment, the last game. Once what I mean. once I saw that this was a free update, um, I had a feeling it was just gonna be just uh, an arena type thing. It's not gonna have an actual story to it. Yeah, looks like we're gonna get some dialogue from Mimir and Kratos, and we're probably gonna see him dealing with the ending of that but the ending of the game but maybe he might deal with like some leftover trauma and stuff yeah and uh i guess the game's been out long enough uh in the end atreus and kratos split off like you know the boy's grown now so we're probably gonna see him dealing with that but moving on uh no man's sky is getting another massive update where they are doing it's called evolution i'm actually not sure it kind of just went over a bunch of the old stuff yeah Uh, it was more of a teaser than anything there's pretty much just just going over the lineage of all the expansions that they've done for No Man's Sky leading into Evolution, but it just it was more of a teaser for it. And, of course, we got the the new Dragon Ball Sparking Zero. It is uh, another... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's apparently hyped. Uh, I am, dude. This is like the, it, uh... the titular Tenkaiji 4 that everybody has been waiting for, which I did love Tenkaiji 2 and Tenkaiji 3. Yeah. But, <laughs> <laughs> but I've never, like, it's it's another fighter. We get the people with the new, with the highest abilities that they're at in the show. It's going to be so good. Game of the year. It, I don't, okay, I don't think down, it'll be Sparky. that. Dragon Ball Z games, even though they do have their story, it's essentially just following the show. And those games never really get that much. Like, I hope this is a different matter for this case. Because, I, oh, dude, I'm, I'm sorry. You, you want I'm another Xenoverse situation? No, but this one, this one, I have high hopes. I hope. I would like to apologize for interrupting this such a wealth of conversation about the new game releases that are coming out. However, there is one title that I cannot let pass without me talking about, and that is Dragon Ball Sparking Zero. I am honestly quite upset with the lack of content that they actually talked about with this game, because as the name implies, it is a new era in Dragon Ball 3D fighting games, taking the inspiration from Budokai Tenkaichi and bringing it to the modern day. And the best part about this game is we're going to get beam clashes. Well, actually, that's speculative. The real best part about this game is the fact that we are going to see super everything about the game that's been shown off from the gameplay, the graphics, the transformations, the characters they're including is all going to blow my mind and it's going to blow my expectations out of the water. I can't wait for this game to come out. I can't wait for the potential DLC to come out. I can't wait to run tournaments with my friends. I can't wait for the what ifs that we may get. Imagine if we get a what if of let's say Roshi fighting Jiren like in the manga or Gohan fighting Kefla. There's infinite possibilities. I hope we get a large representation of Super. Obviously, you can't do a Dragon Ball game without representing Z, but, you know, it'll be really awesome to potentially fight Perfect Cell with Gohan Beast, you know? It'll be those moments that we're really looking forward to. So, I apologize to interrupt this wonderful conversation. I will pass it back to my friends from the editing room. This has been Rob for the thing that I just 
couldn't stand not talking about this week. Another one that I was interested in is uh, the Blade game coming out. It, it looks pretty good. I'm I'm excited for it too. I was shocked that it's Bethesda who's making it. Mm-hmm. I'm worried that it's Bethesda who's making it. I am but a little bit too. You gotta remember least... it's actually backed by Marvel though. Yeah, that's just like one thing I will give it a, a bit more hope. Like you know, Marvel's there as well working with them. If anything, it's just it's giving Xbox players a Marvel game finally. Which I mean, like we've had Guardians of the Galaxy on it and whatnot. But it's like PlayStation has Spider-Man and then they're going to have Wolverine because I don't think that one's going to I think that one's going to be a PlayStation exclusive as well. It is. Sure. Yeah. yeah. So it's going to be nice for us to have Blade. And I don't know if it's going to be an Xbox exclusive, but it's nice that Xbox is getting it. Like it, not only all that because like Marvel, I'm just happy we're finally seeing something of Blade. Yeah, I've been I a feel fan like of Blade they, for a while. If, if the combat system is good and it feels like a nice vampire hack and slash essentially. because No, no, not hack and slash. I wanted something similar like in the Arkham games. Arkham game work cool mixture, good good combat, you know, shit like that. A good place you can run around because this is center in Paris, so we're being in Paris in this yet. But if we're if we're morbid around flying, morbid, we need morbid around. We no, we're not. Blade doesn't have any of that powers. Shit, he got the speed. Yeah, he has the speed. That's about it. He has the standard. Yeah, uh, but I can see. Empire. I can see video game. Have. Yeah, but with video game logic, you could super speed and then super jump, and it, it's essentially the same thing. Yeah, but that'll be just base. Come on. The main thing you gotta look at is the gear he's gonna use to kill these vampires, because in the movies and other shit, he uses a lot other see, than his what, main sword and shit. I know, but that's what I want to see. That's why I want to see it kind of like a hack and slash as well, where it's like you have, you're going into nests of vampires and cutting them out, or you I got like hope, well, this I big group be, that's showing up. I'm just worried about the narrative part, because Blade, he's really good as a detective himself, like doing mm-hmm. mysteries, doing like cases, stuff like that. I hope we see a form of detective in this. That'd be cool. But then getting the hack and slash yeah like during the fight i hope it's like that because it's it's supposed to be blade it's supposed to be vampire like dark gritty vampires gory that kind of stuff i want to see yeah. that but going to the other side dc this trailer for suicide squad my god yeah suicide squad kill the justice league i'm hyped for this game i think it's gonna do good as long as so, it does better than gotham knights we're fine yes the gameplay looks fun as hell do we know if it's five players though because there's five playable characters that's stupid <laughs> pretty sure it's four but yeah there is five playable characters, but usually during like the gameplay stuff that you you get shown, I only see four of them. Yeah, except for like the the, the first trailers and stuff. Yeah, like that. but if I'm they do like five in this, I could be wrong. If they do five players, that's gonna be cool. That'll be nice. It's gonna be so fun because you're going up against like you're going up against Superman and Flash and Green Lantern, like some of the strongest in the entire league. Batman, Arkham, Batman. I don't give a fuck about everybody else. It's all about Batman right now in this. I don't know. I saw so I can't in wait the trailer, to kill Barry Allen. in the trailer you get to see part of the flash fight and the green lantern fight and that you see barry like standing still making a lightning tornado it honestly made me sad i'm not gonna lie why why is he standing still because game mechanics there should be a game mechanics where you're like you you have waller and stuff too so like they should they, i don't know they should give you something else to slow him down than him just standing still or but like anyway that, uh, captain boomerang has like a gauntlet which basically gives him the speed force powers i can see 
if you have like a Captain Boomerang your team, he's supposed to distract him while the others King have Shirt to work together. Get that too, though. I saw that in the trailer as well. Uh, no, yeah. he he doesn't. It's something different. It's not the, the Speed Force gauntlet. Oh, it had like lightning coming off of it, like the Speed Force, and he like super speed and jumped to the air. It's probably something else, like because the only one who has that gauntlet is Captain Boomerang because he um, knows how to do it. I watched yeah. one of the cutscenes that they released, and like King Shark has his like own thing going on where his like tattoos on him like start to glow and he is like super junk. Oh, okay, okay. Using it all way. Descended of an ancient shark. Hey yo, subset here, and you're listening to the pop culture effect on CJSW. Here I am again talking about another game because I just realized they also talked about Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League and oh my god, I am so excited for this game to come out. Whether it is being able to finally play as the Suicide Squad in a four-player team-based combat situation and hopefully it's better than the two-player but it should have been four-player Gotham Knights. I want to say that it's just really nice to finally it's kind of similar to the Lego DC villains in my opinion. Obviously not in gameplay but just in the theme of finally being able to take control of these villains. And to top it off you you get some great looking representations of characters. You get Batman finally killing people. You you have Superman being the all-powerful god he can be. You've got Flash being just the most incredible version of himself having his snarky humor while also just beating the tar out of you. And then you have John Stewart Green Lantern, which I have to say, not not only is this game going to be amazing for the fact that we finally get John Stewart in a video game that's not a skin in Injustice, but you know, we finally get to see what happens when Brainiac takes over the Justice League sans Wonder Woman and systematically tries to take over the whole world. I am super excited for this game. I can't wait to play it with all the guys. It's going to be so much fun. I'm excited. I'm 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 more so excited for this game than I am for the Suicide Squad anime, but I still think that anime is going to be pretty sweet. Anyways, that's enough out of me. I'm going to send it back to you guys. Anything else you want to mention, Menace? Oh, I was going to see. I know there's a couple of them that we, we all play and we all like and we're all kind of looking forward to. And that is? Uh, does anyone else wish to talk about I don't want to just keep calling them out. Well, 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 I'm pretty sure we're talking about the finals, right? Well, we got that, but there's other ones. Like, Monster Hunter Wilds looks cool. I'm, yeah, I'm, but... I'm interested for, like, No Fire. It's going to be made by the same people of No Man's Sky and it's basically a fantasy version of No Man's Sky with a with their promise of it being a real open world experience where it's a full world to explore. I'm listening. (laughs) And fully... How many players are we talking? It is multiplayer. You can play with friends and it's going to be fully rendered to where you can be on top of a mountain and see a village like fully rendered that you can travel to without load time from miles away. See, now now it just feels like over promises. Yeah. It's interesting because if they can do it and have enough meat in it to where it doesn't feel like a nothing burger, like actually have content in that open world, it'll be fun. And when we say content, we don't mean cave system, two boxes, three enemies here, village with three people and a blacksmith here, like settlements and like not the world or living wildlife. Intense. Another one they didn't really show too much for, but and they didn't really talk a lot about the details. 
details of it, but I'm really excited for OD as well, um, which is a Why? it's a Over horror night? game that's going to be by Kojima and Jordan Peele. What? Who? Um, Jordan, uh, Jordan the Peele? comedian Jordan Peele who did who started doing the horror movies like you Get know, Out. No. Uh, this is us. This is us. Like he, he's been doing a lot of. Not gonna lie. Okay, wow, I'm going mm, Peele and Kojima doing something yeah. together. And apparently, there's other people, other big people that are working on this as well that they're keeping as a secret for now. Oh God. Well, this is gonna be a good masterpiece if it's done right. Depending on what it's about too, because we didn't. The only thing we got was a teaser of what looked like digital captures of like people's faces and reactions to like. Look, it's Kojima happening. and Jordan Peele. This is gonna be a mind. We already know this. Oh yeah, absolutely. I was gonna say Kojima. He's he's got some weird shit that he's made. Wasn't there a whole thing about him coming out of like the PT door in the showcase or some mm-hmm. stuff? I mean, he was the he was working. He did work on Silent Hills. Yeah. One game that I'm also looking at is something I've been keeping up because I'm a fan of the Ninja Turtles: The Rise of the Ronin. That that does look cool, and I hope I hope they follow the story really well. That's oh yeah, oh yeah. I can't wait to play a gritty game of the Ninja Turtles universe. Hey, yeah, subset. I'm gonna stop you right there. That's not what? the Ninja Turtles. Wait, what? No, it isn't. I actually no, didn't r- watch that. R- Rise of the no- Ronin is like a... What's that Samurai game that was PlayStation exclusive? Um, it was PlayStation exclusive? Shakira? Yeah. Oh, no, not no, not Sekiro. Um, I know what you're talking about. Oh, uh, Ghost of Tsushima? Ghost of Tsushima. Tsushima. Yeah, R- Rise of Ronin is basically like Ghost of Tsushima oh. from the trailer. Well, yeah, it is not a TMNT game. We're probably going to cut yeah. that out. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Never mind. God, Warframe uh, is still around? Oh, dude, they're going strong. They just added a whole nother storyline. I've gone back and played a couple of the other ones that came out. There was one where you were like in the past. It was pretty good. But yeah, they're, they're still going strong. Oh, David Diver and Dredge crossover? Hold on. <laughs> upset. You seeing this shit? <laughs> oh, yeah. But we got Monster Hunter Wilds, which is Nexus I, installment. I am sad that they never made crossplay available for Worlds when they promised they would. A game I'm really looking forward to and me and Subset play the beta for it. Blaze, I'm not sure if you played the beta too. Uh, the first Ascendant got a trailer. I did not play the beta for that. It's an MMO, but it's got like hero-based aspects where you can pick different characters that have certain abilities, but it's a looter shooter akin to like Destiny or other MMOs. But when I was also... going through, it was, it was a nice time, I guess. I will say there's some things that I kind of felt I need to work on, but you know, that's just a beta, so I'll wait until the game's out. Yeah, but they got uh, grappling hooks that you can use, uh, and there's supposed to be other equipment coming out with the full release. Uh, I'm sad it... Dreadwolf wasn't a part of this lineup. <laughs> I think for me, the, the, the announcement I was the most excited for was the Final Fantasy 16 DLCs that they announced, Echoes of the Fallen, which released that night of the Game Awards, and then we're going to be getting Rise and Tide as, at a later date. Nice. There's two things that I I was I was actually pretty... One of which I was expecting to see something. The other one was a complete surprise to my opinion. And the first one that I was interested in to see anything was the Dead by Daylight spinoff that was revealed. There was talks for a while about them making a story game in the world of Dead by Daylight and I was happy we finally got a trailer for it. Yeah, the casting of Frank Stone. So uh, I'm interested what they're going to do with this to branch off the universe even more. So I can't wait for that. And the other one that took me by completely surprise, which I'm now invested in, is the Jurassic Park survival game that's coming. Like, oh yeah, it's been I, my, I, hope, I hope if this is because when I was watching the trailer, it was giving me alien isolation feels. So if it does something like that, oh, I, I'm all, all, I'm all in, dude. I'm 
you gonna get, are you gonna get clever girl maybe maybe possibly i know one that we we're excited for that i honestly took me by surprise too is that the finals launch trailer coming out on the night of the game awards as well mm-hmm. yes. on which everybody who's listened to this of this recording we already been playing it and so far we are enjoying our time it's, it's a good so party fun. it's a good party you will fear me with my sludge hammer <laughs> you will feel fear me with my bullshit i just go for the objective yeah because me and blaze are doing all the work gosh yes because getting the the way to win is definitely not doing any work <laughs> we need some you know somebody to carry I'm, no i'm I'm the, I'm the runner and that's what i do but for those of you that don't know the finals is a multiplayer shooter game where your objective is to get these little boxes called vaults and bring them to a cash out point you got three of them and there are three there are two other teams that you are going against and you can steal the box or steal the cash out as the time runs down but the big thing is that this is a set in a in a game show in its universe so you have things like events where there's meteors or laser from the sky or low gravity just wacky stuff like that you have announcers that are talking about your plays and stuff like that and the full <laughs> arena is completely destructible oh yes yeah. so people who like battlefield or games that have a lot of destruction you know levolution is probably something you might want to take a look there was a what was it yesterday there was a game where me and subset were playing where every time that there was a vault or cash out located the entire building was destroyed yes oh my like comparing it to beta and now people are just destroying foundations at this point they don't give up it's funny. It's great, yeah. Menace here, and you're listening to the Pop Culture Effect on CJSW. Gemini, were there any uh, game announcements that you were hyped for? Let, let me pull the list back up, because I just closed that. <laughs> Be included, uh, damn it. I for a moment there. Like, <laughs> um, anyway, like I said, um, where was it? Right there. Monster Hunter Wilds, um, you know, that intrigues me. The Jurassic Park survival, is that like, is that not like a f-ing park builder? No. No. It's like Thank a horror God. survival where you're being hunted by the dinosaurs. That's why I mentioned okay. it gives like alien isolation feels when I was watching the trailer. Yeah, no. Okay, so I am kind of intrigued by that because that was something that always kind of irritated me with the Jurassic Park games is that they were just like zoo tycoon, but Jurassic Park skinned. And or... I'm like, yeah, okay, I guess I kind of see the appeal of playing zoo tycoon, but in, in Jurassic Park, but like oh, I want to be in Jurassic Park, you know, mm-hmm. I want to be the one who is trying to escape the island or die trying. And fun fact, this is it. You're a scientist who was left behind during the first films after everybody left. Oh, the f- you mean you the- gotta- So, it's, so it takes, you got this it. takes place canonically after the first movie and you're just like survivor who got left behind? Yes. In the very first film, everybody already left when they were doing the evacuation and whatnot. So you have to make your way through the island and try to escape and survive. Oh, f- Everything's yeah. already f- Oh my god, no. Okay, I am excited for that because like I said, I always hated with the evolution or I think it was Jurassic Park Evolution. It's just park management. And I'll be honest, I get bored of park management games after about like an hour. Coming from the one who plays Sims. That's different. I like managing managing people because I can create my own little stories with them and everything and watch how they play out. You can't create stories with a park management We've seen how your stories turn out. Shut Mm -hmm. up, they've gotten better. My storytelling's gotten better. days you'll see they'll all see anyway but no oh my god okay so i am actually excited for that because i remember hearing a whisper about it but i wasn't sure if it was this game or something else but it is this game but just watching od it intrigues me but i would like to see more uh what is this no rest for the wicked because this seems intriguing 
King. It says it's an RPG. No Rest for the Wicked seems... Oh, wait. Who's it from? Moon Studios. Oh, from Ori. From the creators of Ori and the Big Fluffy Monster. Oh, yeah. Oh, so it looks like it's like a pirate game. Interesting. Okay, so that one seems kind of interesting. Okay, that looks like a Revenant from Elden Ring. I already don't like that. We're clicking off because I'm... <laughs> um, those are pretty much the ones that kind of stuck out to me, I'll be honest. But that mostly is because my attention has been pulled more towards a different are game sure that got that? a... Yes. Uh, my attention was pulled by another game that had a trailer release. Actually, not I think around the same time, but it wasn't at this. One of my specialties that I enjoy so much, but I won't say anything because we're talking about the Game Awards trailer yeah, thing. You can talk oh. about it. It's uh, one uh, game I, I want to mention is the Outlast Trials come to console. Right. And for, if we're adding one, then since it was kind of in the Game Awards, Hades 2 got a trailer, uh, a story trailer as well. Cool. You get to learn that uh, Hades has actually been captured by Kronos. Oh, f***ing with that. The baby eater. Yeah, we're dealing with the Titans. Hell yeah, that's pretty cool. But um, now my attention has more been shifted towards uh, Dragon Age because they released a teaser not too long ago. I think roughly around the same time that a lot of this dropped where they're going to do a full reveal in summer of 2024. So they basically did a teaser for a teaser for a trailer, <laughs> which is frustrating. But oh, it looks so good. And it, every time they feed me crumbs, I keep crawling back like the scrungly little rat that I am because of the voice acting in the trailer. I'm pretty sure I'm hoping that like, you know, the the images of the landscape that they're showing are like pretty close to the final shots of the game landscape. And I'm just sobbing and puking and crying and throwing up in excitement. They also now have it available to wishlist on Steam, which is pretty cool. Oh, wow. I was going to say, they don't have a release date yet aside from full reveal in the summer. But, you know, the fact that they have it available to wishlist on Steam makes me excited, but I also shouldn't, like, let that excite me more because there are a lot of games on Steam that have probably been sitting in the coming soon status for, like, five years. Yeah, that's fair. I think the last thing on the list that I am really hyped for out of all of this is the Sega Next Generation trailer we got. That's I'm gonna show just up. about to... Yeah. Hive mind! Hive, Hive mind! mind. <laughs> the montage trailer they did showing off a bunch of their... Are these remakes or are these sequels they look like remakes they're they're remakes of original there it's the start of the next generation sega console essentially it seems like it we got teases of remakes for jet set radio shinobi golden axe streets of rage crazy taxi and they hinted that there's more to come these are just the ones that they decided to tease and i hope it brings it back honestly because i don't know everybody everybody dogs on sega but they're, they're fun little games they're just we need more games that are like you get what you pay for story or even just like sonic jet set radio that kind of stuff are there any more games that were announced that anyone else is hyped for space marine warhammer 40k looks cool but space marine 2 can't wait it's in my birthday month let's go <laughs> well we know we'll get you for your birthday yeah. damn right bitch but i don't know i love the warhammer 40k universe it doesn't matter what it doesn't matter what they feed me even even if i don't buy it i'll watch it and look at the lore and enjoy it consume yes all for the glory of the emperor the emperor i mean yeah but no yeah that's that's all i got too uh there, there was a funny um there's a one of the things is a crossover between final fantasy 7 and apex Legends. and crypto is cloud oh uh, yeah i forgot they are Watson doing a is final Aerith, crossover for apex and uh wraith is tifa if i remember correctly okay and i don't remember i watched it a few days ago but uh i'm not sure 
sure if they have a Sephiroth skin. But you know, when the when the next part of Final Fantasy VII comes out, they may they may do another crossover or something. Probably. They got the first one coming out. But uh, I think that pretty much covers everything that we wanted to talk about for the announcements. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that was a fun episode. I think we covered quite a bit between the awards, the controversy that happened during it, and what we're hyped to see come next. Oh yeah. Just wanted to thank everyone for tuning in and listening on CJSW or on our YouTube channel at the Pop Culture Effect. Thank you, my lovely cast, for coming on. Got Menace. Oh yeah, always a good time. And make sure to check out the other channels on CJSW as well. Always. Uh, Gemini, thanks for being on here again. A pleasure as always. And the lovely subset. Hi-yo! Thank you all for tuning in. We'll catch you on the flip side. Bye! Bye! Oh, Resident Evil Shoes to the One. hey <laughs> You're listening to the Pop Culture Effect on CJSW.